For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Now, back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. All right, welcome back. And as promised, we are going to talk some NBA with a guy who's covered the league for literally decades. Sean Devaney, you can read him at Forbes, amongst other places. And he joins the program. Sean Trenton, Ken, thank you for coming on. Wow, what an eventful uh, kind of, oh, I don't know, 12 hours or so from the time Kevin Durant uh, Durant put the nets on his back and led them uh, to victory. This morning we find out that Kawhi Leonard is out for the remainder of the Jazz Series at minimum. Chris Paul is in COVID protocol. An eventful time in the NBA, to say the least. Plenty of storylines. Yeah, I'm not sure it's the storylines that... Right. Uh, uh, that that the commissioner wants to see, uh, you know, certainly there was entering this season, there was a lot of trepidation about um, you know, how quickly the league was coming back, uh, how condensed the schedule was, uh, you know, the way they were really trying to rush this season, squeeze this season in, and that uh, uh, that there could be some uh, some negative consequences for that. I think we're we're seeing some of those negative consequences right now. Um, you know, with uh, you go back to really the the first round when you didn't have Jalen Brown playing, you didn't have uh, Anthony Davis, Jamal Murray, so you you already were down some stars uh, to begin with, uh, and now we're seeing uh, even more stars uh, getting injured over the course of the playoffs. I think that does go back to the fact that that this season has been. Uh, condensed. It's been strange, and it's it's not been something that physically uh, NBA players uh, uh, are used to. It's been great to see, though, some of the incredible outcomes that we've seen, including mm-hmm. last night with Kevin Durant. And there's just something about him, at least to me, it just seems off. It, it, the easy way out. Well, there was no easy way out. You're down, should have been down maybe 30 in that game. That's yep. a different conversation. But to put the team on his back like he did... One for the ages from Kevin Durant. Yeah, that was just an incredible performance because, you know, they they just had so little element. Uh, I think uh, Jeff Green obviously deserves a lot of credit uh, the way he shot the ball. Uh, they don't they don't get back into that game uh, and set up Kevin Durant for those heroics without uh, uh, what uh, what Jeff Green did um, on both ends of the floor. You know, he does a pretty good job uh, on on Giannis as good as you can mm-hmm. uh, at least. So, um, you know, him being back and, and, and being 100% was big, but there's no question that this game was, was, was all about Kevin Durant and, and just how difficult he is to guard. Um, you know, he gets that ball so high up when he shoots that, that it, there's just no defending it. You can, he can shoot over anybody. So, uh, you know, when he's feeling it uh, and he's really, uh, you know, in a rhythm, it, it, there's just no stopping him when he when he knocked down that three pointer, um, you know that gave them the lead late yeah. in the game. You just had a feeling when he let it go that 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 thing's going in, uh, and uh, uh, you know he 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 can really uh, just get on that kind of roll, get on that kind of rhythm, uh, and they needed him. You know that 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 game was right there for the Bucks. Uh, they might not recover from that. That's a great point. Uh, yeah, 50 seconds left or whatever it was, shot clock about to run out, and boom, uh, rises up and uh, and hits it just a just a, uh, we've heard the term before, dagger, and I, I think it fit. Mm-hmm. What about James Harden's game yesterday? Obviously, he couldn't shoot. Look, he gutted it out for 46 minutes. He's clearly, 
you know, uh, nowhere near being being a hundred percent. So Tuesday he's out. Then yesterday he's doubtful. Yesterday morning, then upgraded to questionable, and there he was, and he played forty six minutes. How big of a surprise? And what can we expect from him going forward, assuming he's able to answer the bell uh, once we get to Game Six? Yeah, you know, it's 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 tough because those are, those hamstring injuries are are difficult, and if you push it. Uh, then A, the injury itself is not going to get better. But B, uh, you, you know, you're also in a position where uh, you, you might injure something else. So it's, it's something they've got to be very, very careful with, um, you know, when they decide to put Because he definitely was not 100%. I, you, you know, there's no question that one for 10 from the field, uh, they were also going right at him defensively, mm-hmm. which uh, which you would probably do anyways. But uh, with with the way he was moving, or or the lack of movement, the lack of lateral movement, especially, uh, you know, he was a, he was a sitting duck defensively. So uh, you know, obviously, you've got to have him out there if he's healthy. Uh, you know, he's one of your star players. Why you brought him here? You, you're trying to, uh, you know, you're trying to get to the conference finals here uh, against a very very good team. So uh, they they need to put him out there, but. But, man, he probably did uh, uh, more harm than good by trying to come back yesterday. Sean, I'm sure you saw the tweet last night from Reggie Miller. And uh, he, if for people that missed it, said, wondering if the Nets should sit James Harden and Kevin Durant. Now, the Kevin Durant, all right, that's a little much. But with James Harden, would you be surprised if he sits out Game 6? And if there is a necessary Game 7, at least try to get him more right for that one. Yeah, I mean, I think in an ideal world, you, you, you'd sit him. Um, part of the problem is that, you know, he makes, uh, uh, what, what is it, $40 million a year. Uh, you traded uh, all your future assets to bring him in. Um, he, you know, he, he, he came here uh, to Brooklyn because, uh, uh, you know, he wants to be part of a, of a winning show and he wants to be a leader of that. So he wants to be out there. Uh, all those factors mean that, that he gets a lot of say in whether he plays or not. I think if the team had its choice, I don't think he would have played yesterday uh, and, and, and probably wouldn't play game six. You know, you, you probably want to try to give that hamstring as much rest as you can uh, in anticipation of a potential game seven. So um, that, that would be ideal. However, like I say, I don't think the team is making this decision. I think this decision is coming down to James Harden, what he wants. And, and, and my feeling is he's going to want to play. He's going to want to be out there. He's going to want to, uh, you know, contribute something more than he did in game five. Um, so I think, uh, uh, I think he winds up playing. I don't think that I, I agree with, with Reggie on the James Harden part that I, I just don't think he should be out there. Like, like I said, in game five, at least. He did more harm than good. Mm-hmm. Probably a pretty good chance that'll happen again in Game Seven. Sean, uh, game Six. Uh, Sean Devaney is our guest, Heavy dot com uh, NBA editor. There uh, covered the league for decades, as we mentioned. So, Sean, uh, let let's go to Phoenix. Where the news uh, this morning, Chris Paul is now in COVID protocol. We have no idea how long that's going to be. We saw that um, how long uh, from in golf from the Memorial, the PGA. I think is a couple of weeks. Whether John Rahm, I think today's the first day he's able to practice. We don't know. Uh, with the good news, I guess, is for Phoenix is the Jazz and the Clippers. If they do go to seven, maybe the middle of next week, for a week from today, that uh, the Western Conference final would start. But the question is, is can Phoenix win without Chris Paul? A very young team, uh, some great players, don't get me wrong, but uh, uh, Chris Paul's been under the uh, brightest of lights in the NBA. Can the Suns win without Chris Paul? You know, the, the, the hope is that they won't have to do it 
for very long. You know, as you say, the 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 Clippers series, if that goes seven, that's that's Sunday. Um, and uh, you know, there's a possibility that uh, uh, that that maybe Chris Paul would miss Game One and be ready for Game Two. Um, so you know, that 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 that's the hope uh, is that this is going to be a quick. Uh, run through the, uh, the through the health and safety protocols. Now you're right that sometimes you know it, 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 part of the problem here is that there is a randomness. Uh, no, I shouldn't say randomness. It's just that there's uncertainty. You don't know how long he's going to be in this. Um, you know, so it might be a few days. It might be uh, you know ten days or or, or two weeks. So uh, that's something that Phoenix is going to have to deal with. Uh, they can't really win without Chris Paul. Uh, their best hope um, is that. Uh, they have a shot if the Clippers win of having the home court advantage. They could have their young team playing at home um, against the team that's going to be pretty exhausted. Uh, you know, whoever comes out of that uh, uh, that other series in the West is is going to be a tired team. So, you know, I think that that's that's probably going to be something that that maybe the Suns can take advantage of. Uh, you know, Devin Booker uh, will, will have to have a huge game. Uh, he did that against the Lakers when when Chris Paul was dealing with the the shoulder injury so so there's some mm-hmm. you know there's some uh some hope there uh but you know certainly you don't want to go into the western conference finals without chris paul um it, again the good news is that it might not be a long uh a, a long time out uh and that it's not it's basically a rest i mean it's not he's, he's not you know he's not dealing with a knee injury or anything like that uh, so there's some positive there for the Suns, uh, but at the same time, you, you don't want to go in a situation uh, where you're playing the Western Conference without this ball. Pivotal Game 5 tonight, Sixers-Hawks, and uh, not just pivotal, it's not a throwaway line. 82.5% of the time, the team that wins that Game 5 goes on to win the Game 7 series. So uh, with that, as you look at the matchup here tonight, Embiid, what you're going to get from him, a big part. What else are you going to be looking for this evening? Yeah, you know, I mean, certainly Embiid is, is uh, as he goes, so go the Sixers, and we saw what happened uh, in that uh, uh, in that, uh, uh, that that game four in the second half, where he just, man, he just, it was so obvious that that knee, uh, you know, he's playing through a torn meniscus, which it just, it really, it's, it's such a shame that we're talking about injury after injury after injury here in the playoffs, but it's just the reality of, of where we are. Um, so yeah, you know, I mean, he's, he's the number one thing. How does he bounce back from, you know, going 0 for 12, uh, in that, uh, uh, in that, uh, that, that game four? Uh, and then, you know, I really do want to see, okay, if, if, if he's going to struggle, does the Sixers have some guys who can score? You know, I mean, I, I, Tobias Harris, uh, has been, has been very, very solid. He can go for 30. He can go for 35. Uh, you, you know, if if Embiid is less than effective, then uh, are, are they going to get that kind of game out of Tobias Harris? Uh, Seth Curry too. You know, he is just lights out, I and mean, he's shooting almost sixty percent from the three point line in the series. Um, you know, if 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 he can uh, get it rolling from the perimeter, uh, they become very very tough to beat. So, you know, what are the Sixers going to do offensively? And then, of course, on the other end, it's all about Trey Young and and, and how you defend Trey Young. Uh, if Embiid again, if Embiid's not a hundred percent, and Trey Young feels like he can drive to the hoop. Uh, without much uh, without much resistance, that's going to be uh, uh, that's going to be a, a huge advantage uh, 
uh, for Atlanta. So, yeah, I think you start with Joel and B, but there are other things to watch for sure. And last thing for me, Sean, and just because I wake up today and Milwaukee's 10 to 1 and win it all, and I really like the talent on this team. So, if they can find a way to win, and I, and I just got to be gutted getting on the plane, they should have won that game last night. It was there for the taking. Kevin Durant had other plans. But, but if we get to, you know, if we get to a game seven, I, I, I think Milwaukee can beat this team. And if they do, don't you think they get out of the East? Yeah, you know, especially look the, the what's going on with uh, with with Joel Embiid is not going to just get better. You know, it, it's he's playing with a meniscus tear uh, in his uh, in his in his knee. The only way to fix that is to get in there and, and do surgery, and that's not going to happen until after the season. So uh, that's going to leave Philadelphia vulnerable uh, for whichever team wins this series. Uh, so yeah, if Milwaukee can bounce back. Um, and, and, you know, they've proven to be tougher. We saw it in the first round, the way they, they, they really just clobbered, uh, the, the, the heat. Um, they've proven to be tougher than they have in the past. Uh, and if they can uh, absorb that loss that they took yesterday, you know, with the 18th, blowing an 18 point lead, go back to Milwaukee and get this thing even and give themselves a chance to game seven, then, then yeah, you know, they, they, uh, PJ Tucker, Drew Holiday, guys like that, that, they make this a much tougher team than they've been in the past. And as long as that's the case, then you've got to give them a chance to game seven. And, and like I said, I think whoever wins this series because Joel Embiid has that knee problem, uh, probably goes to the NBA finals. So, um, you have to at least give Milwaukee a chance there. Sean, we'll get you out on this. And I saw the NBA competition committee got together earlier this week talking about some rule changes, including what they call unnatural motions surrounding jump shots. That means basically jumping into guys, sideways, backwards, whatever it is. Kick. To draw a foul, yeah, the kick. That's a part of it, too. It's a part of the game that we're casual NBA fans. You know, college basketball matters in this market. And when it gets to spring and we start watching more NBA it's a plague. I absolutely despise it. I can't stand James Harden for the last five years because of this. Is this something that they can – can they change this? Can they get this right? Yeah, I, and, I, and I hope so. And I would have liked to have seen Reggie Miller tweet about that. He's the grandfather of all this <laughs> stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's um, – uh, yeah, I think they can. Uh, the NBA has shown an ability to do this. You know, you think of flopping, and flopping's still there, no question. But, uh, you know, I when I was covering the league uh, uh, in the early days, in my early days, in the early 2000s, uh, you know, flopping was the plague. And, and it was, you know, it was ridiculous uh, what we were seeing. It was, it was on, uh, uh, you know, World Cup soccer level kind of <laughs> flopping that we would see. Uh, and, and the league did find ways through fines and through different through different mechanisms to uh, to at least limit it. It's, it's still there, like I say, but it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. And I think the league can do that with this as well uh, through fines, through, uh, you know, going back and reviewing the film and, uh, and, and, and basically taking the same approach to flopping. I think it can get rid of this or at least limit it. Uh, that's that's going to be uh, uh, a difficult thing, but something that I think they can do. Sean Devaney joining the program. Uh, heavy.com is uh, where you can find him. Uh, we appreciate you doing this for us, Sean. As always, thank you. Thank you, guys. Good to talk to you. Sean Devaney. Heavy.com covered the NBA for a long, long time. 20-plus years covering the NBA. Do you like Milwaukee on when is the next game? Is it tomorrow? It should be. I think tomorrow. it is tomorrow. What's the yeah. day today? Yeah, it's tomorrow. It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. All day. Right. It's tomorrow. All right. Not um, really. You don't. Five no. and a half, six, I think is the number. After. No, it's five and a half. After letting that one get away. They should have won, Trent. 
Barkley was all over this yeah. last night. He was pissed. Well, they were pissed at him at halftime. Well, I know he was. He's, <laughs> he, he had him in the first half. It's very apparent. Well, they were up, what, 16 and They half? were, yeah. yeah. I had that Nets money line. Did you see uh, my Bet Rivers parlay last night? No. I mean, I saw you tweet it. I guess I didn't look for the contest. Right. right. I had money line on the Nets. Good. 221. Okay. I was on the under. Mm. Free throws. Yeah. Free throws mm. got me. Yep. And as that last shot went off the mark with eight <laughs> seconds left, right. it's a four-point game. Yeah. You're not coming back. Don't foul. They foul. Yep. It goes over. They and just. That's It's crazy how close they get on these things, right? It's, how it's they know. every single night. Um, well, we'll see. The Bucks are 10 to 1. Boy, I'm tempted. We will take a timeout. Come back. Miller and Condon. You can hear us here every Monday through Friday from 10 to noon on 1460 KXNO and 106.org. Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. Utilizing our vast game and industry expertise, we sell portable pitching mounds, field equipment, and field products that we trust, use, and have used when coaching or playing. But that's not all. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. And our marketing and communication services can help you promote your facility business. Visit VictoryMounds.com to see what Victory Mounds can do for you and your baseball life. Some roofing companies passing storm. Here today, gone tomorrow. Not Wolf Roofing. Wolf Roofing has been serving Central Iowa since 1993. From basic repairs to complete re-roofing projects, Wolf Roofing has the expertise to get your job done right. We have a team of highly trained and certified people, both in the field and behind the scenes, who care about your project. For a job done right, get the professionals at Wolf Roofing a call at 225-8866 or find us on the web at wolfroofing.net for podcasting. The Central Iowa is your home for year-round coverage of high school athletics in the CIML and the only place to watch Des Moines Menace Soccer. Providing coverage year-round and always streaming for free on YouTube and at CISN.TV. Subscribe to CISN TV on YouTube to stay up to date on upcoming events. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV or visit their website at CISN.TV. CISN TV, the home for live. Do with the extra bread in your wallet. All right, DraftKings uh, Sportsbook, not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings. It's easy to navigate, plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless way uh, to get in all of the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings, and I'm pretty sure that you will too. And how about this great offer? It's a good one. Place a pre-tournament wager. That means, well, you got less than 24 hours now. One dollar. To be eligible to cash $100, all you need in free credits, Bryson DeChambeau to sink a birdie this week. 100 to 1 odds on Bryson hitting a birdie during the tournament. You know, these offers don't come around that often, certainly not one as good as this. Sign up now at DraftKings Sportsbook to get in on the action. It's safe, secure, and reliable, and I can tell you, well, of course, it's easy to deposit, but it's also easy to withdraw your funds. Take your word for it. Uh, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code KXNO when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. If Bryson DeChambeau makes a birdie this week, and that's code KXNO, to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. For a limited time only, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. 
Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on your side. Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 on the FM dials. We've been telling you since, well, we had Danielle West on from uh, LifeServe Blood Center last week that tomorrow is the big day. It is the biggest, the largest blood drive of the year. It takes place tomorrow, June the 17th from 9 a.m. until 7 o'clock tomorrow night. It's at Valley West Mall in West Des Moines on the north end of Valley West Mall by down by Von Marr. Um, appointments are eh, required, not too, because they will take walk-ups, but they're preferred. Let's put it that yeah. way. If you, and it, it's good for you as well, because if you know that you, well, you only have time in the morning, uh, you can go to, uh, their website, LifeServe, let me get the website in front of me, LifeServeBloodCenter.org, LifeServeBloodCenter.org, or you can call 800-287-4903, 800-287-4903. They're hoping to get 500 uh, people through there tomorrow. They'll be there from 10 hours. It is the biggest one of the year, the largest blood donor uh, drive of the year, and it takes place tomorrow. Valley West Drive, LifeServeBloodCenter.org to book your appointment. All right, working on Cappy. Cappy's um, in the midst of doing a station event. If we don't get him today, promise we will um, get him tomorrow. Um at some point to talk about the Cubs and mm-hmm. to talk about the Bears and dot, dot, dot. So let's talk about Shelby Houlihan for a second. Because okay. Trent, I'm surprised that the number of people that have covered sports, written about sports for a long time, are lining up on her side of this debate. Yeah. Not debate. Uh, of this um, <clears throat> argument, of this ruling, I guess is a better way to put it. And and maybe it's just because we're so jaded. Look, I believed Lance Armstrong for the longest time, and I know I'm not alone. Yeah, right. Um, you can pick your athlete that's been busted, and if you if you rooted for him or her, you wanted to believe that they would never take these steps. Sosa, McGuire, yeah, Bonds, so many whoever them, right? it was. Yeah, during the '98, during the run uh, with with Andro and and everything else. Um, I I just the timeline to me doesn't match up. You were you were walking me through this here during the break. Well, and I, I don't know why, but I spent some time on it. It's interesting when you kind of play. All right, go through it. Because- well, so she's she her drug test was on December the fifteenth. She was notified on January the fourteenth, and by her own admission, then she started to chart what she had consumed leading up to the drug test. So miraculously, and I say miraculously because I'm, I'm assuming 99.9% of you don't know what you had for breakfast on Saturday morning. Yep. And this is a month ago that she was able to pinpoint the fact that she got a burrito. Apparently, that's what she blames it on, that it was a tainted burrito. And she her drug test was on Tuesday, December the 15th. On Monday, in Beaverton, Oregon... She found a food truck that was open 
at night in December in Beaverton, Oregon. High temperature that day, 47 degrees. 47 degrees. And the food trucks, I don't know. Look, I'm not downtown enough, but I thought food trucks were a lunch thing, maybe a dinner thing. You're probably not going to do a lot of business unless you're in, in, in a college town on a Friday or a Saturday night and the bars are emptying out and you're looking for something to eat, mm-hmm. right? But this food truck is open on a Monday night in December when the sun went down at what time? Five? Yeah. Okay. Maybe even earlier. So 10 hours before her drug test. So so if, and I guess it could have all, all of these things could have happened. But now let's get to the drug test. So what time is the drug test? In the morning? Mm, certainly from, okay, what time? Pick a time, a random time. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. So she said that 10 hours before her drug test, she ate the burrito. So the burrito is consumed at midnight? <laughs> Olympic athlete, not sleeping? Eating burritos at, at midnight? At midnight? Now, could she have bought it and reheated it? Okay, maybe the food truck was open at 11.30 at night. On a Monday night in December in Beaverton, Oregon, when the sun went down at 5 o'clock. We're not talking about Portland. We're talking about a, a smaller community. Right. I have no idea where Beaverton is, but it's not Portland. And that's the one town in Oregon we've heard of. Right, right. right. I just... It, Trent, we've seen so many athletes come up with excuses. Um, and again, as we said yesterday, if this was Kathy Erickson from Albuquerque mm-hmm. or Debbie Jones from Fargo, now to be fair, we wouldn't be talking about it. It's true. <laughs> right? But the folks that are lining up on her side here today, I'm guessing, wouldn't believe her. Or wouldn't because we've seen it too many times in the past that an athlete gets caught, tries to get an edge, doesn't get off whatever they are on. And by the way, the steroid that she was was found to be in her system, this is the same one that took Roger Clements down. Oh, really? This is the same steroid that Roger Clements tested positive for and Sean Merriman tested positive for and a long list of athletes tested positive for. So... It's just there's so many and now does do the does the pig because that's what she had right she had pork pork is yes. this something that develops in their system or is this Farmer Brown injecting these animals with a steroid to and make I don't know what it does break them bigger before yeah. they go to market to slaughter could be and it's and not then just- she got that piece of meat from that particular pig from that particular farm. The food truck bought that product from that farm that's injecting. There's, you see what I mean? There's just yes. so many things that have to line up in her favor for her to be credible. And it seems like a huge stretch to get to that point. Right. When and you she go had through. her appeal process. Yes, right. This isn't the first that, well, it's the first we're hearing of it or mm-hmm. talking about it, but this has been going on for a while. You also mentioned her coach, a guy that, has had troubles in the past with no, his No, I athletes. didn't know that. Is that right? Yes. I saw that yesterday. Jerry Schumacher, who uh, came out with uh-huh. his statement, apparently he's been involved in the past with some doping scandals that have gone on there. And People in the track community obviously know these stories a lot better than you and I do. That's not a big part of, of what we watch sports-wise. But I saw plenty of people that follow track said, no, not a surprise. It's not a surprise because of who oh, she's been aligned right, with. Right, right. And you get those kind of connections. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, from the horse racing side of things, right? Sure. And you see, oh, they're going to that stable. 
Oh, <laughs> they're having success, but mm-hmm. you wonder. Absolutely. Dot, dot, dot. Baffert's had Baffert's had three bad tests in a year. Yeah, and and a two handfuls of them over his career. It's not a surprise that that he got caught. Now, her on the other hand, I mean, I I, I don't know, Trent. She finished fourth in the Olympics before. Um, you're looking for an edge. You want to stay competitive. This is what you wanted your entire life was to have a hear your anthem standing up on the podium, right? Or standing on the podium with a medal draped around your neck. I, we've seen it too many times. There's too many things that have to line up. I can't get past the fact that you know there was a food truck open on a Monday night. <laughs> you know, in the evening. In the evening. Yes. If it was, t- she said that she took it ten hours before. If her drug test was ten o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. she's eating that sucker at midnight. And she was, she her memory was strong enough that she was able to go back and write down everything that she'd eaten in the yeah. last month. Come on, folks, you don't remember what you had on Sunday. No, you don't. And you're Nobody trying to does. wreck your brain. Where could right. have I gone? Where? No. The, the chances of that, and then not only that, but matching it up. With the day that this all came down, mm-hmm. it's seemingly impossible. Uh, it, it, it seems like it's a stretch. So, anyways, um, I and I don't think I think she's exhausted all of her. Now I know her attorneys come out and and do, does what attorneys do mm-hmm. are going to take her case as far as I'm not sure what they, where they can take it. They've had the appeal process and the appeal process ruled against her. There's not a whole lot of other places no. to go. There, there really isn't. So, I had this thought. What if we just said for this Olympics, do what you want. <laughs> no drug testing. Oh, boy. Just, you know what? You dealt with the COVID year and yeah. have at it. How far <laughs> would these athletes go? Right. I mean, oh, God. I, we're talking about horse tranquilizers and everything. I mean, it just. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you can't do that. No. But the little black bag will be full of hops. Thinking of watching the, oh my God. Thinking the 100-meter dash. Uh-huh. And guys all hopped up. I mean, right. they're all Ben Johnson. Trent, that was, and Ben Johnson, perfect example. The last thing I wanted to do was believe that this guy, who wasn't born in Canada, but he was, he was representing our country. And of course, the, the standard Canadian Jamaican. Absolutely, right? Um, that was... That, that was... The, the country was... Because we're kind of a country that kind of walks with our heads down at the best of times, right? We mm-hmm. don't want to, you know, we don't be polite. We don't want to, you know, a lot of Midwesterner yeah, kind of sensibilities we don't stir to the Canadians. Up. Yeah. We don't want to make waves. That's kind of how we are as a country. We were on cloud nine when he beat Carl Lewis. Yeah, take that, Carl Lewis! Right, and it's O Canada that's playing on the podium. He's got the and, flag draped. Yes, we, it, I'll never forget the feeling that um, that that when he won that race, and then the next day. Or two days. It was the next morning, right? Yeah. That the test came back. I didn't want to believe it. There's got to be something wrong. And it's it's sports, folks. It's it's athletes trying to get an edge. And a lot of times they get caught. A lot of times they get away with it. But a lot of times they get caught. So I watched uh, just a few minutes of the Olympic swimming trials last night. They're on NBC and did you see Ledecky, by the way? I didn't see her, no. I, 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 didn't, over. I didn't watch it live, but yeah. I saw the video. Trent, she had a, almost a lap on the second place finisher. She's incredible. She's a machine. That sport is fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy it every four years. But I had this thought. My daughter's six. Yeah. I remember when we were talking about the 88 at Blinkus. I was eight. Yeah. In Seoul. Right. And how excited I was because... There was nothing else on, and this was sports. And every four years, for mm-hmm. all day long, you could flip it on, 
and there'll be some random event. I know she'll get into the gymnastics. I, I know that'll be something, but is there going to be anything else that even interests? You know, uh, and kids, are just, yeah. kids that are home this summer, and they flip on, A, for kids, a lot of them don't even flip on the TV. It's going right. to a tablet. Right. If they do, it's going straight to Netflix. It's going to Disney Plus, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They're not going through the actual channels like we do. Right. Is that even a thing? Well, as we see the continued evolution of what television is and watching sports is for a younger generation, do the Olympics even really uh, matter anymore? We'll see. That well, we'll see. Right. Uh, look, I've always been more of a fan of the Winter Olympics than the, than the Summer well, Olympics. You're Canadian, right? In our country, my country usually yeah. does better in the winter, and I love the hockey. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's if there's that's my favorite event is the, is the U.S. Olympic, our U.S. Canada in the uh, Olympic finals. Uh, give me the Olympic hockey all day long, because um, that's air quote our game. It's not anymore. <laughs> U.S. has caught up in a big, big way. Uh, but we'll see. I'm anxious to see how the numbers are. We'll come back, finish things up. Uh, Trent's play of the day. Now, you didn't have a good day yesterday. Well, I went one and one. Oh, I, did you? I gave you a winner on the Nets on the money line. That's plus money. Okay. All right. That's Base- true. Baseball, not so much. Those no. Royals. Yeah. How excited Tigers we were beat them. three weeks into the season about the Royals. <laughs> well, they, Trent, they got the April. Was it May 1st they had the best record in baseball? I think that's what it was, yeah. And uh, I mean, can you? Here, here's the worst part: is we said earlier in the show. Can you imagine being an Arizona Diamondback fan, folks? In their last forty games, they're five and thirty-five. That's historical ineptitude. Five up, thirty-five down. Speaking of ineptitude, I watched the Twins last night after oh, they, everything uh, else they got shut out. Right? It was just. It was sad. And Dick Bremer's trying to sell it, and and that mm. poor guy. Who is he working with? Morneau. Uh huh. And trying to sell this team. They were talking about substances for a while, and mm-hmm. it just... Trent, I can't even turn them on. It was on the background. It was in the evening. Yeah. I was actually preparing for our TV show today. Mm-hmm. I was doing some notes on that, and it just... It's bad baseball. Yes. How this team Ugh. has gone this bad. It mm-hmm. shows you, too, though, You know, hope springs eternal. But there's the other side of baseball, too, and things can get ugly. Sheesh. Wrong injuries happen Fast. in a hurry. And it happens a lot. It happens often. The teams that you thought, no way could this team struggle. And, well, here we are. Yeah. Well, uh, if the Cubs in all likelihood are going to struggle tonight. We'll talk about that. They get Jacob deGrom tonight. If you haven't seen him pitch, folks, even if you you might be a Cubs fan, you're mm-hmm. rooting for your squad. Like, I don't like your chances, but um, he See if is, he goes to his belt. Uh, he does mm-hmm. go to his belt. What's on that belt? Well, we'll find out next week when they start checking. June the 21st is the day. We'll take our final time out. Cappy tomorrow. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106. Trent Condon here with you. There's two kinds of rental property owners. The do-it-yourself guy and the renter's warehouse guy. You know DIY guy. He insists on handling everything himself, even if it makes him miserable. Renter's warehouse guys are a lot happier because they let my friends at renter's warehouse handle all their property management headaches. Like when a tenant clogs a crapper, DIY guy grabs a plunger, heads over, opens the lid, and nearly passes out. Renner's Warehouse guy, he lets Renner's Warehouse handle it. When tenants are late with rent, DIY guy interrupts his workday to call them, email them, text them, until he's wasted his entire day. While Renner's Warehouse guy lets Renner's Warehouse handle it. And when a tenant has an emergency at 3 in the morning, DIY guy has to roll out of bed and handle it himself. Because when you're a DIY landlord, your tenant's problems are always your problems. Renner's Warehouse guy, he sleeps soundly through the night. When it comes to your property management, let Renner's Warehouse handle it. Get your free 
rental price analysis at renterswarehouse.com today. That's renterswarehouse.com today or call 515-528-44. If you're thinking of incorporating or setting up an Iowa LLC, zoom right past LegalZoom and work with Rush Niggett, a Brick Gentry PC. He set up an affordable online small business package that helps you decide whether to form a limited liability company LLC or a corporation. With Rush Niggett's help, it's easy to form your new small business. Rush Niggett, a business lawyer with Brick Gentry Law PC. Go to RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush. Had it go! That's an incredible set piece. James Thomas, Sion, working extremely well there. Play of the day brought to you by CISN. Dar Danielson on the call last weekend as the Des Moines Menace continued their undefeated run here at the beginning of the season. Now 5-0 and in USL play, and they will be back at it this evening. You can see the game on CISN TV. 6-16 is when they play. And then again on Friday, so a couple of games coming up for this me- the Menace on CISN TV. Yeah, you got to have a Brit on the broadcast. Yes. It just, uh, just uh, adds a little something to it. You know, just credit where credit is due. We just heard that spot. Boy, Heather has worked her tail off on this thing. She, she better has. win this damn thing. Right, exactly. Right? If the, somebody's beating her, oh my gosh, they put some work in too. Because this, when she was asked to be a part of this thing, um, we know firsthand she jumped right into it. and has, I thought this was maybe a week or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, when does it end? Uh, it's coming up. I know is it's it? this month. I'm not sure the exact date, but today is that Jethro's event that's happening too. Oh, that's uh, Jethro's on the south side. Yes, right? yeah. So yeah. with 10 percent uh, of the proceeds, I think I that's say. what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. So great opportunity. Not going to her, going to the cause, leukemia right. lymphoma, which is uh, just incredible what she's yeah. uh, been able to do and number of people that have gotten involved there. Great. Really great to see. Good. Good. Um, hope she wins it like she says. She doesn't really want the, the prize, but uh, she has jumped in uh, head first. Good for her. All right, Trent Condon, let's see if you can jump head first mm-hmm. into sports. Uh, I'm going to really focus on golf because I like to make, I like to bet. Here's my two play. I'm, I'm going to find a handful of guys, probably five guys, bet 20 apiece to win and then buy a few savers, top tens. Okay. You know I mean? kind of get your money back if yep. they don't win. Um, so that's what that's why I'm playing. But what are you playing tonight? Starting with tonight, and there's baseball today. There is tons of it uh, going on today. So I looked at both games, and they're both currently now at seven, at least on DraftKings. Sixers favored by seven at home against the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Jazz seven over the Clippers, and that was two and a half before right. the Kawhi injury uh, became public. Yeah, for people maybe on their lunch break right now, missed it. Yeah. Kawhi, he's out game five, and maybe right. this whole series. That's, uh, See, I've seen both reports. I've seen Game 5, and I've also mm-hmm. seen he's out for the entire series. So, just money line parlay. Just the home teams. Okay. So, they just have to win. Yeah. Take away the point spread. Right. Sixers win. I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Jazz beat the Clippers. Because I do have that feeling. We talked about Paul George earlier in the week. Maybe that he has a really good performance, at least keeps him in it. So, you just do that, and it turns into minus 116. Not too bad. I like that. So I'm going to play both favorites tonight on the money line, parlay it together, minus 116. That's my favorite part of it. What have you seen? I mean, yesterday you gave us the uh, Kevin Durant, was it 38 and a half? Was yes. His, and he scored 49, so he blew past the uh, over. Uh-huh. What's Embiid? Uh, Embiid, well, there's a prop at Bet Rivers I saw tonight, him to be the score the most points. Of anybody in the tonight. Okay, neither team. Yep. You get plus 175. 
I was kind of intrigued by that yeah, one. Trey Young's been going off in this series, yes. though. Back in Philly. Mm-hmm. Get some calls. Mm-hmm. Go against him. I love the uh, the points plus assists plus rebounds numbers that are out there. That was a nuts one. I think it was 49.5 for Durant last night. Of course, he blew past that. And the John, it was an all, that, that was a uh, a performance for the ages last mm-hmm. night. It really and truly was. Look, I give Harden credit, I guess, for being out there. I thought he hurt his team. I mean, he was one for ten. He's so much better than that. Um, but if you're seeing Mil- Shamit last night, why what? doesn't he play more? Yeah. Well, going back to early mm-hmm. in the series, and he's playing like eleven minutes mm-hmm. a game. Like mm-hmm. he's a guy that should be, I think, for that team. What the he way they played twenty eight last night. Yeah. He should be, though, if they're healthy, still 18 minutes a game. I would think. I, I like him. Maybe it's the We know Wichita on the next kind of jumped off my television screen because I thought he was cooked. Blake Griffin has yes. had a pretty good playoff run. He could shoot the ball now? Yes. I thought his career was, you know, it ended in Detroit, mm-hmm. of all places, where NBA career, uh, that was, but uh, he's been good. Uh, in this series, Green was out of his mind last night. He was. I mean, especially in the first half. It wasn't for Green and Durant. That game was 16. It's 26 at the half if those two didn't have a good opening. And uh, some of the quarters. defense he had in the second mm-hmm. half, too. Joel Embiid tonight. Points plus rebounds plus assists. Okay, points plus rebounds plus assists. I'm going to say, so you're asking me to set the number? Yep. Um, boy, he's a rebound machine. Yes, he is. Uh, 43 and a half. 44 and a half. Look at you over there. I think I like the over, too. Okay. Might be playing that at Bet Rivers here for a contest tonight. Mm-hmm. So that's another one. Are you still in first place? I believe I am. I was able, we were talking to Travis after he was leaving yesterday. AD let me in that uh, after his good, strong run, started to come back the other way. So Yeah, he was colorsing the gap on he you. He was. I was getting nervous there. So I'll just keep uh, slowly playing things and hope that nobody's holding you know a futures ticket on, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the Nets injuries become too big, and they got a Suns at eighteen to one, like you do. I do. In our contest on the TV, I should show. have been in the NBA contest, not the yeah. NHL contest. <laughs> I'd be very much alive. How do you sniff out the Suns? Honestly, my kid gave it to me. Oh, really? Kale loves NBA, and we were in Vegas, and mm-hmm. we were looking at the board, and I eh, give me, give me something, yeah, give me, give me a, give me something, some, some value. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said he thinks the Suns can win it all. Good enough for me, son. That's Up to the window takes. I went, right? And we were at the Mandalay Bay, and uh, so I've got a ticket on. Uh, I've got a ticket on Phoenix. Yeah, that's how I sniffed them out. Uh, U.S. Open. We mentioned earlier. I'm on Scheffler. I'm on Rose. I'm on Stenson. How about this, Colin Morikawa? Top four American at four to one. That one felt really good. I like that mm-hmm. one. You're taking. Everybody away across the pond. You know we did. You know we didn't talk about speaking of Americans that have a. Ch- we, we, even when Matt Rudy was on, did we bring up Spieth? No, he's a, he was a cross offer. Be this was one. he? Yeah, he was. I mean, it's like you do with horse racing, right? You eliminate. Yeah, right. you st- is that where you start? When Absolutely. When Horses you can throw out. Yeah, ten horse field. Let me get down to three or four. Yeah, and then you kind of go from mm-hmm. there and build whatever you're going to build. Yeah, and then find a key, mm-hmm. and then bet bet around my key. Sometimes it works, most times it doesn't, but it's fun to try. Anyways, uh, Murph and Andy are coming your way in an hour and five minutes. I know tonight on Hawk Central, and of course the Fanatics are three to six, and then Hawk Central. Lysakow tweeted earlier this morning, he has Brian Ferentz on the show. I'm assuming Ooh. it's taped because he said it goes for 40 minutes. So 
Um, that would be my guess. But regardless, if it is or it isn't, it will air for the first time, and that comes your way tonight at 6 o'clock. Hawk Central, Chad Leistakow. And uh, right after that, high school baseball. baseball. Now, where are you tonight? I'll be out at Valley as the 10th-ranked Urbandale Jayhawks come to town. Urbandale Valley, 7 o'clock, and Rush Niggett will be with me, his debut for the season. You've got some company. Good yes. stuff. All right, uh, Murph and Andy will keep you company in an hour and five minutes. We're Miller and Condon. We're here every Monday through Friday from 10 to noon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM.